Hi, everyone. This is Marilyn Bradford, and I would like to welcome you to my Left Turn podcast. What is your left turn? Writing a blog? Parenting in a different way? Letting go of the old because you are aware of something greater? Left turns are choices we can all make. It's about a willingness to step into the unknown in any area of your life, to trust yourself to risk creating or trying something new. It's about letting your true uniqueness shine. The greatest people who have lived, artists, statesmen, writers, explorers, musicians, have all been people willing to turn left. What capacities do you have that you have not acknowledged? What would your life and the world be like if you were willing to turn left? Welcome, everybody, to this first edition of the Left Turn podcast. I'm Marilyn Bradford, and I decided to do this with myself and some members of my wonderful team because I realized that not many people know what Left Turn is. So we're going to go on an exploration. Uh, they'll be asking questions. I'll be searching back into the energies that led me to create this. And let's all have a joyful time. Thank you. Thank you, Marilyn. I'm Betsy McLaughlin, and I'm here with Bo Ferguson. And we are really curious about what in the heck is a left turn? Well, a left turn is something that a person chooses, even though it doesn't necessarily fit into the mainstream and the culture. Uh, when I was young, I was very fortunate that my family traveled a lot. And what I got to see was that different cultures did things differently. So for some cultures, they worshiped in a way where they would bow down four or five times a day. Other people went to church on uh, Easter and Christmas. Uh, so, and same with eating. Some people ate with their fork in their right hand, some people with their left hand, some people ate with their fingers. But it was also more about the idea. Some people had particular ideas, some cultures about family and what family was and what women's roles were and what women could and couldn't do. And same with men. So I really learned a lot from going to these different places and seeing how different cultures did things differently. And I was brought up in the Unitarian Universalist Church, which is basically, I mean, my Sunday school was learning about other religions, which is very interesting. Um, so I began my life, well, not my complete life as a baby, but I began my life as a child being interested in differences. Then, there was another element to that too. Um, and I'll get to the whole naming of left turn because I had no idea what that was until uh, a few months ago. But I grew up in Princeton, New Jersey, and that is the home of the Institute for Advanced Studies. So occasionally as a child, we would see Einstein. He was an old man there by then, but he would wander around town. But there was an energy about him and about the Institute that was different from the differences in culture. And the energy was, I'm being aware of things in a whole different way. 
I'm taking Newtonian physics and turning it on its head. Wow. So that brought me, even as a child, to being aware of the, there's a difference between cultures being different and everyone following the culture, if that makes sense. This is the norm in Italy. This is the norm in Taiwan. This is the norm in South Africa. We're still kind of following what everybody's supposed to do and beings like Einstein. And then later, I was really drawn to watching things like about Gandhi and I was part of the Vietnam War protests, which is all, which you have to look at. We will look at that. But um, Martin Luther King Jr. And I loved art. I was introduced to art at an early age. These are all people who are not just different by way of being in different cultures, but they're different by way of choosing what works for them and what's going to work in some cases like Gandhi and Martin Luther King Jr in the kind of a non-resistance, what's going to work to create greater. So that energy, which I could not put a name to, for me is the energy of left turn. It's not about following the culture and it's not about resisting the culture. And that's what I realized a lot of us were doing with the Vietnam War. Um, I remember my college had, we had a protest. I'm like, this is ridiculous. We're all on the same side here. You know, we're not doing anything. <laughs> um, that's very different from a left turn. So resistance and reaction is just the same coin as aligning and agreeing. It's when a person chooses something that really works for them, no matter what other people think about it. And the interesting thing is, it, they can choose to do something that is actually culturally acceptable, but they're not choosing it out of fitting in and they're not choosing it out of trying to do what's right. They're choosing it because, oh, it actually does work for me to have children. Okay, never mind, I'll do that. You know, in left turn, there's no right or wrong. And that's what cultures function from judgment, right or wrong. There's only question and exploration and what actually does work for me and what's actually gonna create greater. So that's the best explanation I can give right now. Thank you for that. That is amazing. And just even visually thinking about Albert Einstein just wandering around in your town must've been quite something. Yes, it was. And when you were talking, the question that I just wrote down, I wanted to be sure to remember to ask you is what inspires you? Wow. What inspires me is when I'm open to the energy of what actually works for me. And that has been very interesting for me my whole life because I really tried to fit in as a child. My sister was a rebel. She got into trouble all the time. I was five years younger. I'm like, mm, that does not work. <laughs> I do not want to get into trouble all the time. So I think I'll do whatever is required to fit in, even though I knew I was odd and weird. So I spent a lot of time as a child trying to do that. And then every once in a while, the me, the real me would break through. And I had some wonderful opportunities 
Uh, most of my childhood summers were spent a mile up a mountain in Montana. Now this is the 50s. It was pretty rugged back then. But this was a geology camp that my father organized for graduate students. And there were a few other universities involved. So the whole family would go up there and have a cabin. And we had a big, the graduate students had a bunkhouse and there was a big main house and Roy was the cook. And they would do things like go down to the stream below and catch enough trout for the whole camp. And sometimes a bear would wander through and they'd shoot it. And occasionally we had bear. So I was getting some really interesting experiences. And I was also having a lot of freedom in nature. And that is an energy that works with left turn because it is non-judgmental. It is exploratory in its own way. And I and the other kids, we just go off and we had to entertain ourselves. I mean, not only was there no TV or some of the things they have today, there was no summer camp. There was no any of this, you know, about once a week, we'd go down into town and have root beer floats. But we had to entertain ourselves, which meant we had to get in touch with what would be fun. You know, so I got some of that energy from being up on that mountain from the time I was, I think, five until uh, 12 or 13. So without being able to articulate it, I knew that there were times when I was just kind of blank and dull, and that's when I wasn't being me. And times when I really had a sense of, wow, and that's when I was being me. So in an odd way, what inspires me is to be me because that opens up all these possibilities that aren't available when you're trying to fit in and shut yourself down. And in that whole process, I began to look at well, what am I good at? And what am I not good at? And that's not a judgment. That's just a willingness to examine your capacities. And I wasn't a particularly great student. I wasn't a bad student, but every once in a while, I would write a paper. I did a lot of English studies. And the professor would be like, that's just brilliant, Marilyn. Nobody's ever looked at it that way. And I began to realize that one of my capacities is to conceptualize things in a completely different way. And that's what I've done with Right Recovery for You. It is, it is such a different way of being and looking at and talking about addict, addictive behaviors and mental health issues um, that it kind of turns this reality's 12 step on its head. I'm not saying this 12 step is wrong. I'm just saying that one of the capacities I have and one of the things I'm able to do is to look at almost anything from a different point of view. Um, so that inspires me whenever I'm creating like that. It really does. And people who also are doing their left turns inspire me. Uh, one of the things I've done a few interviews actually for this, even though this is the first one that's going to play. Oh, oh my goodness, I never looked at it that way. That's so cool. You know, so that's what inspires me. This whole willingness, and I believe everybody has the capacity to turn things around, to see possibilities, to look at things from different points of view. Um, so 
that's that's the best I can go with what inspires me. And sometimes it's just a flower or my cat's doing something or, you know, whatever's fun. Fun inspires me too. Um, so, so during that story, you said, um, like, like you tried to fit in because your sister was a rebel and, but then sometimes like you, you broke through into being you, you said something like that. When, like, what was that for you when like, like you noticed like that switch flip and you were being you, like, can you expand on that? Yeah, for, I, th I didn't have the term, but I thought I'm kind of schizophrenic. It was almost like two beings. And what I've realized since then is the fitting in was the image, the faux being that I used to try to just survive. And not survive, I mean, my family had, we were poor, but not poor, like didn't have enough to eat or anything. It's just, you know, and in the early days, my father wasn't a full professor. They don't get paid very much. We were actually housed in housing that the town had used for soldiers for World War II. So nothing too fancy, but we had enough in that sense. Um, but it was just like, eh, eh. And I was very aware that I didn't get this reality. I remember being so bewildered when I was three and four, what the heck is this? And having no answer and no way except, oh, this is the way it is. I'm like, and I also remember asking questions like, I don't really understand why everybody thinks that cows are black and white and brown and white when they might, might as well be purple and have eight legs. And people would look at me like I was an alien. You know, it would be like, what is she talking about? So I learned to tamp that down. Um, it's just almost like, I get that we all have this being that's really us, that no matter how far we try to tamp it down, eventually it's gonna go, hi, it's gonna pop out and ask to be acknowledged. And it takes an awful lot of energy to make ourselves tamped down and smaller and, than everybody else. And it also takes a lot of judgment because you have to go to the right and wrong and you have to go to I'm fitting in they're not they must be wrong but wait a minute that doesn't seem right what is going on here so that's the best I can say on that one awesome thank you <laughs> thank you Betsy do you have another question because I have another one if you go for it <laughs> Um, so Marilyn, what was your left turn? Oh gosh, you know, last night in the middle of the night when I was looking at this, I made a lot of them. Um, and I would go back and forth between left turns and fitting in. Uh, it's hard to remember the left turns in childhood, although I would do these odd things like the, um, uh, the camp that I stayed on was about six miles from the nearest town, six or seven miles. And we went to that town occasionally to get, I don't know, extra things, probably toothpaste. But one day I just said, you know what, I'm going to walk back. And I think I was eight. And they're like, you can't do that. And I'm like, yeah, I want to walk back. So they let me walk back. I mean, they would check on me every mile or so, you know, but I would just get this desire to do things my own way. And small things, and that's the thing I really want to let people know. Left turns don't have to be big. They can be just a choice to parent or respond in a different way. Um, they're not, it's just when we're more being us. 
I mean, later on when I was kind of depressed and then I was told I was an alcoholic and all of this, you know, and I told my family about it. They were not impressed at all. Um, and I just told them, you know, I've decided that this is true and I'm going to go into some treatment. And my, my dad says nothing. And my mother said, well, I hope you're grateful for your husband because not many men would put up with this. I mean, that kind of characterizes my family. They were extremely judgmental. And then later on, I was in the middle of it. I was in the middle of 12th step and I was going, there's got to be more than this. There's got to be. And I got a divorce from a perfectly decent man who made good money because it wasn't working for me. He really was a decent person. I'm like, I know I have to grow. I have to change and I can't do it in this relationship. So I left him and that's when I went into treatment. And then I was like, hmm, got to be a different way here. Got to be a different way to do this. This is not working. And that's when I began to question and I did a, I went off to India for a while. That was a big left turn to follow a guru. And then I was like, then I was told I wasn't a hill of beans of a good person in the gurus because I didn't do everything he said. <laughs> I mean, it's just, I, I, and then I found access. And what I just loved about access consciousness is, I mean, Gary is a left turn walking and always has been, I think. He never tries to fit in. And Dr. Dane has introduced ESBs, ESCs, SOPs, things that those energies didn't exist on earth before. So it's back to the inspiration. It was so inspiring to be around people whose lives were left turned. And then coming out of traditional treatment for both mental health and um, addiction and going, wait, I can be this different. I can create greater change for myself and others by not following the traditions. And I had very good traditional training in psychotherapy because I've been a psychotherapist for like 34 years. Um, although I'm not renewing my license, which is a sort of a left turn because I just don't care about it anymore. But people would walk in and they would say, I'm depressed. And I would go, how do you know? And we go, what do you mean? How do I know? My doctor told me. And I'm like, how do you know you're depressed? What do you know? So I began to do therapy in a very different way. Um, and, you know, so much of it is about asking questions and just not taking the status quo as real, as something that you have to do, as the be all and end all answer. Thank you. This has been an amazing conversation. I'm wondering for someone who is looking to, to a left turn and they might not know what to do mm -hmm. what questions or advice could you give people if they're looking for that i would say the first thing is to get clear with yourself what actually works for me in my life what people are a contribution and what people are actually not a contribution and draining. And you don't have to make them wrong. Just take a really good look at your life. Does this job make me joyful? Does it work for me? Does where I live work for me? Do these relationships work for me? And don't get down on yourself 
we are trained in this reality to do what's appropriate. My mother always wanted me to get a job that had a good pension, another left turn. Yeah, being a therapist. Why don't you, I taught school for a while. Why don't you stay with that? You can retire in 20 years and you'll have a pension. It's like, because I couldn't do this for another 20 years. I'm going to go cook in a commercial kitchen, which is what I did. That was another left turn. And I really liked it. I love cooking and food and the whole, that whole thing. So I would say, get first, get very clear with yourself and then ask yourself, what am I willing to let go of or choose? And don't be hard on yourself if it's small at first. Maybe you're not happy in your relationship. Maybe what you choose is to go to marital therapy. Maybe you're not happy in your job. Maybe you start, you, keep, you don't quit your job without something else, but maybe you start looking around or saying, what would be fun for me? One, two of the questions that we ask when we're adding people to our team is, what do you like to do? And what do you not absolutely not like to do? And those are great questions to ask. So just begin with questions and begin with a really kind of honest inventory of your life as it is right now. What do you desire to keep? Whom do you desire to like fire everybody from your life? Who would you hire back? And what's working for you and what's not working for you? Thank you. Wow. And I was curious if you have any idea how many left turns you have made in your own life so far. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I don't think I could count them. Actually. <laughs> some of them are tiny. And some of them are things like leaving teaching to go cook in restaurants or, you know, starting the Right Recovery for You program and just writing the book. So it, it actually becomes a kind of way of life. And are there times when I find myself still trying to fit in? Yes. I'm like, okay, how does this go with you, resonate? Oh, this is, I don't, I don't like this energy. I think I'll do something different. And, you know, we have the more you go for the, and it's not always comfortable. Please, please, please know that. And the more you go for this, you're going to have awarenesses pop up all the time. And I just had one last night. I'm like, oh my gosh, I've been doing access for, and doing working on myself beyond that for years. And I just realized something from my past, from my family that was having me choose people that weren't always a contribution. And I'm like, oh, now here's the phrase you use. I can change that. What would that take? <laughs> That's so that's great. what I said to myself last night. I can change that. What would that take? I love that. Fove, do you have anything that you wanted to ask? Okay, so Marilyn, so it's called the left turn. So two parts, where did left turn come from? And what is a right turn? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was looking for a title for the podcast and I knew the energy. The energy was so clear to me, and it's the energy I talked about in the first part of doing something not out of resistance and reaction or aligning and agreeing because you knew it was the right thing to do for you. So I tried out a whole bunch of different titles and nothing seemed to work. And I was actually at a hotel near an airport, uh, staying for an early flight the next day, and the restaurant was called The Left Turn. And I'm like, that's it. That's it. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't really give an explanation except it resonated. And 
to me, the right turn is all about following the norm, doing what you're supposed to do. You know, growing up, getting married, having 2.5 children or whatever it is, having this kind of a job and not whatever your culture says you should be doing, that's more the right turn. Now, why would I call it right? Not just because it's a direction, because it's the right thing to do. That's the right, the real right turn. You are doing the right thing and you can pat yourself on the back that you're doing the right thing. And a lot of times when people do their left turn, they're like, why'd you choose that? That doesn't make any sense. So it's more about on the right turn being what's right than the direction that it is. Awesome, thank you. <laughs> well, Marilyn, thank you so much for being with us today and explaining um, and introducing the Left Turn podcast to us, to the world. And I wonder what amazing conversations and guests that you will be having on and how we can all look at what other left turns we might like to have and create in our own lives and also celebrate all the left turns that we have made. And thank you for giving us a little peek into your life and what else truly is possible for the left turn. And thank you for your time today. Thank you, Betsy. And thank you, Foe. This has been lots of fun and it's actually given me some more clarity and insights into my own life and my own left turns. So wishing you all the best left turns you can have. <laughs> Bye for now. Thank you so much for joining this episode of Left Turn. I wonder what embracing left turns could create in your life. What magical possibilities might show up? Remember, when you choose left turns, you are joining a group of the most creative and brilliant people the world has ever known.